Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? All right, hello everyone, and welcome back to another and important episode of Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian J. Brodsky. Oh, I don't know. I like it. Sometimes I say my name is my name is Ian Joseph Gordon Brodsky. If only. Um, right. Folks, it's here. <laughs> You've been waiting. Today, so have we. we finally get to discuss the season finale of season four of Glee, entitled All or Nothing. Season four, episode 22, originally aired May 9th, 2013. And not after the O-Town song, as we previously Not after discussed. the O-Town song. Also, not after, and this probably won't resonate with all of our viewers, but I discovered through a video essay that there was once a like a viral tumblr post called about like a fake sitcom called all or nothing that got mm. crowdfunded but the crowdfunding was basically just a scam because it was crowdfunded by like a child who didn't really understand how to make a sitcom so they just got money and then people are like okay where's our web series and they were like oh i'm actually just a child and don't know how to do that was that Billy McFarlane, the creator of the Firefest? No, I don't believe so. I think it was just a young person on Tumblr who was like, this Tumblr post would be a great idea for a TV show, which is something everyone has said on Tumblr at least once. They just took it too far. Can confirm. Write in, folks, if you under- if you know about the all-or-nothing Tumblr scandal, and we can discuss. at gmail.com. But this is not about Tumblr scams no. yet. Um and also, there is no glee cap. We go straight into Brittany with the dean of the math department of MIT. Yes. And it turns out she lacks a basic understanding of arithmetic. Yep. And she kind of, like, botched her, like, placement test or whatever. Right. So she got, as we know, she's, like, did really good on the SATs. Mm-hmm. And then, so now that got her in with MIT, and they took, made her take a test, and she... Not only failed the test, she also broke a Scantron machine because everyone knows you can only use number two pencil on those. Mm-hmm. And she used crayon. Yep. But apparently, on the back of the paper test, she just wrote a bunch of numbers that turned out to be like Goodwill hunting math. Right. It's like Planck's constant in one direction, and it's uh, a, the largest prime number in another direction, and it's something else in a third direction. And. This is Brittany just getting numbers out of her head to clear her head. And as a result, she may be the most brilliant scientific mind since Einstein. So therefore, MIT has a proposition. Yeah. What is that proposition? Hang tight because they it's won't tell Glee us. by Brittany. Yeah. Uh, which it's not really. Like I was right. like, oh, yes. A Brittany episode. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We all know I've seen this show before. This season finale, nothing. Right. Not a lick of it sticks in my brain. Fair. It is such a nothing finale, especially when compared to the season three finale, which is everything. Eventful. That's everything. This 
nothing. Truly <laughs> all and nothing. Because it's like not even, it's a competition, sure, but it's regionals, which is typically a mid-episode. Right. Not like mid the way the kids say it, mid like it takes place in the middle of a season. So we're not even at the highest stakes competition. Right. And it's just, nothing happens. So I was like, oh, okay. And maybe there's more Britney in this than I recall. There wasn't. No, and it is a bit of a misdirection because it literally says Glee by Britney written in her quote-unquote handwriting. Which is just crayon, but yes. It's just crayon. But that's that's the really the most we get of Glee by Britney. Like, she has obviously a big plot in it, but I wouldn't call it Glee by Britney. Right. It's, it's regionals episode. Um, it's regionals. And then it, it, when we begin the episode post title card, yeah, we have Ryder and quote unquote Katie. Remember her? Yeah, um, they're still doing this like electric company two faces on the side. Yeah, say the word. Except it's just texting. Forgot about the electric company thing. That's that's it though. Yeah, that's that's what they're doing. That's the vibe. Yeah, and like I don't know if he's imagining it or this is happening, but. He's like, tell me who you are, please, finally. And it's like, I'm Kitty. No, I'm Marley. And, like, saying everyone's name, I don't know if we're supposed to, like, think that that's all in his head or if that's actually what this catfisher is texting him. And who knows? Because no time to think about that. It's regionals time. And there is a a late-season tornado, so the school in Indiana will not host, it turns out. So, where is it going to be, you might ask? Why, it's in our very own McKinley High School. Isn't that convenient? don't understand why they had to do this. Because, like, it just makes it seem lazier that they were like... Because wasn't sectionals also in there? I think most of the last competitions have have been in McKinley. Like, obviously, last regionals was somewhere. Chicago, I think. Right. Um, or less uh, nationals with Chicago. Um, but, like, it's lazy. It makes them seem really lazy to just be like, whoops, it just happens to be in our place again. When all auditoriums look the same. So they That's could true. say, they could say, here we are in Indianapolis. They don't have to show us traveling. Like, right. they, all they need is a hotel room set, which they've had before. Maybe mm-hmm. not even that. They just need to they get just, them into an auditorium, and they'd be like, "Here we are in Indianapolis." Just and I'd put be up like, different flats, like in the choir room, quote unquote, right? as their quote unquote green room. Yeah, and we'll buy it. We won't think twice about it. Just dress up the no. auditorium somewhat differently. Dress up the green room, the dressing room, somewhat differently. It's and we will, fine. We'll buy it. I guess. I mean, spoilers for the end of the episode. I guess they wanted to do it for the Will and Emma plot at the end. Yeah, Which sure. makes sense for it to be like, we want it. But, like, I don't know. Okay. There's whole ways around that. Without It just feels very, like, whoops. We're at right. our auditorium again. Lazy. Right. Lazy. Um, also, also, this is fun. There was a sexting scandal with the non-touchables. So, in, in turn, an all-boys group is going to be replacing them. And I, to this day, do not know what they're called. I have it written three different ways, three different times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, right, the first, right now it's called the Ziegler Toots. You're half correct. Uh, it is the Waffle Toots. You can hear Artie in the background say, like cake farts. Um, oh, right. Okay. Not a good enough excuse to use the word toots. 
I mean, it's very uh, Ivy League boys acapella, right? Yes, yes. Like, it's the Darren Chris School for Healthy Boys, but not. Right, it's the Whiffly Puffs, it's the... Uh, it's the Bumble Dupes, you know, whatever. The, yeah. And, like, you turn a corner and they're on the stairs singing a cappella at you, whether you want they're them to or not. F- like, fucking, like, barbershop hats or whatever. Like, the Warblers are one one fun verb away from being, like, <laughs> the Warbler the flutes or whatever. The yeah. Yeah. They're, like, the <laughs> the the Warble... <laughs> mm, I don't want to say toots again. Let's see. <laughs> I, I don't know like it's it's just like horrible squeaks you know horrible squeaks insert just inserts like white scatting here you know gross but yes so there are the waffly toots and uh, um, that means though Ian that two thirds of regionals competition is there on a technicality which means how you're not lame. getting your best this year huh the, truly like. What's the point? <laughs> if if the majority of your competitors are there on a technicality, maybe you need to like reconsider. Literally, literally like, two out of three. Okay, the fact that one of them is a doping scandal, fine. But I right. don't understand what sex. I guess I assume the sexting scandal me- came from the Christian school being like, we are taking away their permission to participate. Not that the show choir people was like sexting. <laughs> you In can't sing school? if you've been sexting. Could you imagine like, and you're definitely right because if it were a show choir rule, they would have brought out the show choir rule book. Mm-hmm. They would have found an excuse to shoehorn that in there. Also poor waffle toots who just presumably found out about three days before regionals that they're right. competing. Although to be fair, New Directions, also roughly about three days before regionals, just decided their set list, so I guess they're all kind of on even footing, huh? That's that's fair, and we do, yeah, we do get, uh, no, we don't get the set list yet. No. But we do get a really annoying Will Schuster pep talk, saying, this is the fight of our lives, let's get real, and enough about that as I'm trying to pep talk you, let's, let's spare a moment to think about Rachel Berry, because she's going in for a callback. Yes, um... Joe and Sugar haven't done their triumphant return yet. I don't no. remember. No. Okay. No, we go to Rachel doing, I'm going to put audio medium here, giant air quotes around what I can only imagine is this final callback. Like, why, thank you so much for asking, Karina, because you are correct. And yes, Ian is Ian's going in the theater kid corner again. So buckle <laughs> Ian, up. Ian, put on your theater kid hat. The, I am putting on my theater kid chapeau, if you will. It is a fussy bowler hat, but it's also one that could be done uh, doing one from a chorus line. Anyway, yes. Um, yeah, this is not a final callback. When no. perhaps this is appropriate for an initial call because yeah. what Rachel doing. What Rachel is doing here is a Celine Dion song. Yes, and similar she's to doing um to Love You More by Celine Dion. Yes. And similar to Don't Stop Believing, not the most appropriate song to sing for an audition for a golden age musical. Right. Probably slightly better than slightly Don't Stop be- Believing. Absolutely. Because it does have the range, it has the emotion for mm-hmm. Fanny Bryce, arguably more appropriate in that way, but still hard pressed to buy a 90s pop song for a Golden Age musical. Correct. 
And on top of that, okay, I have three notes here. So that's yes. one. That was one. She should not have to slate. It's a final no. callback. Everyone in that room should know who she is. Mm-hmm. Next note, she should be doing fanny material. When you are that yes. far in the callback process. This is when they need to see that you can do the work. Right. You are at least doing every song at least once so that they know that you can sing it, that you can handle it, and that you can sustain it. Mm-hmm. And you're doing at least a few scenes so that they know that you can act it. You are blocking out your day. Like, it is a good work session. You are working with the creative right. team. You are seeing how you work together. It is a thing. You are not going in and saying, and today I'll be singing Celine Dion as if it were the first time. You get laughed out of that room. Exactly. Exactly. And my final note on this is, why the penny whistle? I did not clock a penny whistle at all. I'm so glad you did. But That's all I could clock is because Rachel starts singing and all I'm looking at in the background is who is this chick with the recorder? Right? They're like, you know what this, first of all, they're like, you know what this song needs? An instrument we teach fifth graders. <laughs> but but then the fact that there's that many instruments in the room at all. They got the entire seems... orchestra pit to accompany this final callback, air quotes. No. Like, it's like, okay, so Idina Menzel being like, don't sing Fanny for your audition. They need to see that you have, like, range and you're different. You can make risks. Fine. fine. She made a bad choice, but fine. But there's no way that you're not supposed to then show up and prove that you can do it. I assume there would be other, like, actors playing the guy in Fanny Bryce's story. Yeah, it's very possible that you're doing, like, like, chemistry reads. Like, there's no way. No, even I know that this is, this is just a regular audition in a smaller room. Yeah. Like, this could have been her first audition if they really wanted her to sing this song, which I know they, like, also... Is it normal? This is going back. Is it normal for a first call to take place in a theater? Um, d- typically those would happen in a studio, like where we are at now. Right. If anything, it would happen backwards. Like they would do the initial call in the studio, maybe the first callback in a studio, and then like the final callback may be in a theater. Um. It, it definitely varies. Like, if you look at, if you watch every little step, they do the chorus line final callbacks mm-hmm. in the theater. But I've heard of people doing final callbacks just in a large room at Pearl or Ripley Greer. Right. So, it's once you like, get that far, it's kind of a toss up. But this is how you can tell that Glee, as much as it is for theater kids, sometimes really feels like people who have not been in the biz, as it were. Right. And, like, of course. Of course, we are, we try to suspend our disbelief as much as we can. We know that we are giving a lot of shit to, like, a, what is basically a sitcom. Yes. But you can only go so far, I think. I'm thinking of all the kids that are like, this is what makes me want to do musical theater, and they're in yes. for a rude awakening when they actually go for a second, third callback of something, and it's learn these 16 pages of sides and if it's 2012 and or if it, you are non-union for tomorrow, learn yeah. all this material, see you tomorrow. Right. And they're like, what do you mean it's not a 15 minute thing where I sit outside, sing a song, and then you're like, thank you for my time. Right. Also, like, we haven't talked about this either. The likelihood of them doing an open casting call for Fanny Bryce. Not unheard of. Mm-hmm. I will give them that just because you've seen stuff like 
for the Wiz Live, that was an open call for Dorothy. Yeah. I think maybe even uh, the ones on this Island re- revival might have been an open call for T Moon. So I-, I I could see that much. Is it the idea that that's a way to get a young unknown? Yeah. In a role. Exactly. I feel like Fanny Bryce doesn't super lend herself to like that sort of like. I agree. Young ingenue like kind and, of vibe quite right. as much. And in a way, to your point, I think that was also kind of, I mean, there are many things and nuances and problems with this, but I also think that was kind of the problem with the Beanie Feldstein of it all in real Mm -hmm. life was that she wasn't the level of Leah Michelle stardom or vocal agility, as it were, so they say. And she wasn't so unknown that she broke out in this way. Right. She, she was a weird was, kind of like middle ground. Right. Someone who clearly has the talent can clearly do it. But I guess at the end of the day, and unfortunately I never saw it. I really wish I did get to see mm-hmm. Beanie in it. But at the end of the day, it just wasn't what the sort of royal we wanted out of a Fanny Bryce um, if you did, if you did see Beanie as Fanny, if you did see her yeah. and or Leah Michelle's Fanny, pl- please feel free to write in and weigh in. But we're my TikTok feed said uh, Julie Banco. Oh, Julie Banco, one hundred percent. That's the real answer here. Yes. Anyway, uh, not one of callbacks like why is there a recorder in the room? Yeah, and at the very end, which I, I could also kind of buy, is just the one lady saying, "Thank you, Rachel. We'll oh. know. We'll let you oh. know." We didn't even talk about the tears that Rachel is like in full tears at the end. And they don't really like, I know it like show not tell, but like, I feel like I did. I ended that scene being like, why cry? Yeah. Crying because song's so emotional. Crying because of plot reasons you aren't going to tell us. Unclear. Right. Because it's not like, and we know like Corey Monteith not really in the picture right now, but like, yeah, they haven't told us. Crying because mr abs even like why why cry why cry just is that you acting like i am so emotional i can act and sing at the same time and if it is tell us yeah and guess what they didn't because this is the last we see of rachel berry for the season i don't know if this is a pro or a con for this episode that we get one scene of rachel berry singing celine dion then we don't have to worry about her for the rest of the episode but that's the truth it's like why not both instead it's Yeah, yeah right There's the answer if you're clever. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, we cut to Blame in the hallway talking about marriage proposals. Yeah. Uh, Blaine's still on this, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Sam is like, you're in high school and I'm not letting you. And Blaine Reasonable. is like, yeah. And Blaine is like, well, I'm doing it anyway and I need your help because you almost got married. Well, you got married to Brittany. And Sam is like, yeah, because we thought the world was ending. And, and when it dumb. wasn't, we were, yeah, yeah, you're dumb, and we regretted it. And at the end of it, Blaine is like, you sound like everyone else for the last hundreds of years, and I couldn't do it, but now I'm going to, and I want you to be my best man, so think about it, man. Blaine's really pulling the, like, well, if you say I'm not, I'm too young to get married, you're actually just homophobic card. <laughs> like, that's the that's the vibes here, where he's like, yeah. mm, it sounds like this is a hate crime, because you you're saying I shouldn't get married because I'm in high school. Uh, is it because I'm gay no it's like no it's because you are a child and we don't love child brides on this show (laughs) that's for one (laughs) establishing that up top 
Um, and maybe we're not the best ones to weigh in on this particular note because, again, two cishet white folks. But it's like Lee's trying to say gay rights, but for the wrong reason. It's it's what it is. Blaine just got so excited about hashtag gay rights that he was like, I got to. He's he's really being like, I got to use all my gay rights right now. <laughs> right. It's like have gay rights, so must gay rights. Right. Although, and you know, he couldn't have known that. Sure. A decade down the line, the political climate would change, and he it maybe would be would have a little right scarier. But to gay rights, but at where we were then, like, buddy, yeah. you got time. Yeah, wait a couple of years; it'll even go even better for right. you. Right, it was Obama's America. Hope yep. was in fashion. Right, it's like, oh, I'm allowed to get married, so now I, I you know, who don't want to waste it. Yeah, um, and put a pin in that because yeah. we will go. We'll get back to that. And now, yes, Karina, Sugar and Joe are back. Yes, this ba- is when they waltz in like it's a plot point. <laughs> back from what? Who fucking knows? They've been hiding in a closet uh, all season, presumably. They were on medical leave for something. Who knows? Everyone claps like it's a triumphant return. Like, they also know that they've been off screen all season, but they can't explain that. So they're just like, wow, we're so glad to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> here the, the, the fakest um, fucking thing it's like glee was really winking it's at itself but they can't really pull it off because they only they only managed to do this about half the time right um very casual set list drop from from will schuster yeah and um that set list is i love it by iconopop uh hall like- of fame by will i am and the script and a marley original called all or nothing all or nothing not by Otem. I did not realize until you just said it to me right now that Hall of Fame was by the script. I don't think I did either until he actually said it in the episode. I don't think I knew it was Will I Am. I, if you had been like shown me the song and said, "Guess who this is," I might have said like something like "Gym Class Heroes" with like Bastille, um, Bastille, or like the guy who sang "Billionaire." Bruno Mars? Uh, no. I could buy... Oh. The, well, also That's Bruno Mars. Heroes. The, and who also sang Billionaire? I thought that no, was... No, I'm uh... thinking of Airplanes in the Night Sky. Oh, like I stars. could really use... That B.O.B. That guy. Yes, you thank know, you. You have... Your choices are William or Bob. Yeah, is it William or Bob who sings <laughs> this song? This one happens to be William. Congratulations. <laughs> um, yes, and then an original William. song, which is like... Bleh. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm still annoyed that they stuck with the original song plot. It's, um, oh, you know what? At, but still, to their credit, better than the last one. Yes. Well, yeah. But uh, against their credit, they do not do my cup, which Brittany does bring up as she waltzes into the room and says, "What about my original?" And then she like she goes to sing, and Artie's like, "Yeah, bump it." Yeah. Like, you say what you will. They fully support each other when it comes to songwriting, and to. good for them. And Brittany demands all of uh, the solos because her husky alto voice is what will bring us to victory. She demands Tina make a replica of Jennifer Lawrence's Oscar dress. Remember 2013? Yep. And Tina's like, uh, no. <laughs> then immediately goes around roasting people, breaks up with Sam via text. And while standing in front of him. Right. Um, because she misses her lady kisses. Yeah. Um, pretty great roasts, though. Blaine, you are shorter than an average garden gnome. Yep. Joe, you look like a Yucatanian spider monkey. And Tina is, well, Tina. Yeah. 
very funny big michael scott energy it definitely had the like all it was missing was boom Boom roasted but you know what else i realized like what the beginning part of this is very uh rachel core you know like if rachel had got up and rachel has basically got up and made this speech before in a less like and yeah in like a comedic way we both definitely just Mm -hmm. got the same text um which (laughs) 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 which was just about more british people ordering chinese food which by the way after we after uh friend of the show jenna kate sent us one tiktok about that the rest of my day was just british people ordering chinese food honestly i can only hope my tiktok feed turns into that because my my feed is bleak my TikTok feed is Well, bleak. get ready to watch British people ordering Chinese food and then people talking about British people ordering Chinese food. And as Iconopop once said, I love it. Oh, relevant. Anyway, Brittany's definitely just doing a Rachel bit, except we're supposed to see it as like, what's she doing? This is so wacky. Who would do this? As right. if Rachel Berry did not do it two seasons ago. Right. They were supposed to root for her in that case. And her reasoning, Brittany's reasoning is, I'm just living your lesson, Shu. It's all or nothing. Okay. Okay. And then she nails her 95 theses to the door. Yes. Uh, Nini Leakes' door, to be exact. Yeah, she goes to Nini Leakes, quits the Cheerios. And we find, we get some of the reasons why. One of them is, I guess there were back payments that she yep, got, like, $5,000 in kickbacks. She then proceeds to soak her uniform on fire. Yeah, she soaks her uniform in gasoline, tusks it in a trash can, lights it on fire in Nene Leakes' office. I don't care for Nene Leakes' character in this, so this scene was like, well, okay. I mean, we've said it before, we'll say it now, we'll say it again, I'm sure. For what? Yeah, for what? Like, I don't really know why we needed to have a scene of Brittany quitting the Cheerios, except it's supposed to, I guess, show her mental decline? I guess, and also, to me, like, this is... This is what this felt like a goodbye scene. This is this felt like the end of the year to me in a way. Well, which like we realize later in the episode is supposed to be the vibes because we find out what Britney's big reveal yes. is, and it's right. the final episode of this season. And you know, spoiler alert, you know, a ra- kind of a wrap on Heather Morris. Um, mm-hmm. So. Like it makes but sense. Put a pin in that. But yeah, it is very much like what? What are you doing? Since when does the Glee Club have notebooks? Yeah, yeah. I also wondered that. Okay, because we cut back to the choir room, right? And instead of sitting on the risers like they do all the time, they're sitting in a very tight circle around nothing. Around and nothing. they all have notebooks. Like they're like they're taking notes on show choir, which is a Since valid when? thing to do. Might but have been a valid thing to start doing that. three years ago. Yeah, it's not the time now, two and a half hours before regionals or whatever, um, to start taking notes on your songs. Yeah. And it really feels like they just had it happen so that Ryder could stand and look at everyone sitting dramatically in the circle instead of having to like stand and face them on risers. And I guess he had a notebook so he could toss it down dramatically. Yeah, but... because w- what immediately follows is a Ryder hissy fit yeah, because he will not perform unless the catfish reveals themselves, and he wants to see everyone's phones. He is kicking things and throwing things. It's yeah, he's doing it, a little a little temper tantrum here for us. A little temper tantrum. It's a it's a little real. Um, yep, yep. 
If you know, you know. Allegedly, it's very real. Allegedly. Big old allegedly. And no one likes this, including us watching it. And no. Marley stands up and claims that she is the catfish. It is a joke that went too far, and yep. she is sorry. Yes. Okay. Um, like, we will come to find out that she is covering. But what I did find interesting is that when she stands up to, like, take the blame, that Jake is right there to be like, hey, man, chill out. It's just, that's what happened. Like, I don't know if he knows, mm-hmm. like, if he's in on everything or if he's just, like, got a defender in this situation. But it seemed like, you know, growth. You know, he yeah. was the one throwing shit around before at the beginning of the year. Now he's, like, trying to defuse the situation. So, you know. Right. I could see him yeah. having known. Yeah. And, like, we can talk about it be... when we get to yeah. it. But given the circumstance, I wouldn't be surprised if he was let in on this in confidence. And right. Which also kind of was... sucks for Ryder that all of his friends have, like, yeah. been known behind his back, I guess. But Yeah. Yeah. From there, we cut to Tina ring shopping with Blaine for yes. Kurt. Which is uh, kind of a weird vibe given this season's Tina track yep it, and like they even make some jokes about it where she's like well, if you were buying a ring for me i'd need to be like this and if i got pregnant i'd probably like my fingers would swell so it'd need to be a different thing and you'd be like okay <laughs> we sort of like, like left this plot behind we don't need to keep bringing it up yeah and it turns out that the uh the clerk in this jewelry shop is also gay and she's all like tell me about your man and blaine's like you're the first person that didn't question me and she's like that's because i met i don't remember what her name is and we met a thousand years ago and we did we at a sticks concert at a sticks concert and um and uh gay rights yes because yeah because she was like we're moments away from the biggest gay rights movement in history hooray you should just do this Uh, she does was like do you? She is like. Do you have know any other gay? And Blaine is like, no. And he's. She's like, mm. then I we should you. all hang out so we. I can mentor you in in being yeah. gay. Can I can be your mama gay? I guess I'm sure that is like an actual nice thing. Again, we can't really yeah. speak on this, but right. it is. And fu- but it, it is, is funny in context. It but is probably context. actually quite nice, and especially because. What had happened just before that is Sam running in being like, okay, I'm here with you, man. Yes. And, and I, Sam I think... comes in acting very hetero, and yeah. and the jeweler and... is like, do you need just, like, a- anyone else to talk right. to about this? This is clearly a very straight boy. Do you want some guidance from a fellow queer? And he's like, and oh, he's yes, like, please, yes, thank please. you. We cut to uh, Sue has returned. She's sitting down with Shu. Yeah, to sit Brit a, down, a a, a, Brit-tervention. a Brit-tervention. Yeah, the on, this is the only place. Uh, oh no, that's not the only. There was only one place she will talk, and that is her place, her rules, her fondue. Her fondue. We get two fondue for twos in this episode, which is also two how you can tell it's kind of a wrap on Heather Morris because they were like, yeah. "Get him in quick, <laughs> right. do the bits." This, uh, of course, it's it gets meta here because it's like. Yep. She mentions being friends, then enemies, then friends, then enemies, then everyone stopped caring. True. We can attest to that, in fact. <laughs> yes. My favorite part, recurring bit within Fondue for Two, is that the fondue is always terrible. 
That yes. is always the funniest thing to me. So I appreciate that. Um, she does call out shoes intimate relationships with high schoolers. Yes. Which, fair. Yikes, Are you but planning fair. to have kids or are you just going to continue having weird relationships with your students? Yeah, Will. You should examine that about yourself. William. And... Uh, also, we learn here that the baby is definitely Michael. Uh, the baby's father, Sue's baby's father, is Robin. Michael Bolton. As Michael Bolton. And yeah, Brittany's like, oh, I deduced it because he was happened to be playing here nine months before and some other thing. And also, he had a song in his latest album called So Proud to Be Your Father, Robin. Robin uh, Sylvester. I almost said Robin Scherbatsky. Um Yes. Michael Bolton's actually Robin Scherbatsky's father, and that explains the- a lot. That would have been awesome. Um, and it turns out that her conspiracy theory this time is correct. According to Sue, it is. Yep. Yep. And uh, apparently he's great in bed. So congratulations, Michael Bolton. Yes. Hard cut to Santana with Sam on the phone explaining what's going on. And I do appreciate that Santana was like, are you sure it's not just Britney 3.0 week? Yep. And we just didn't know. And Sam's like, no, something's wrong. And I'm asking for help. You can tell it's for serious because why would I call you? Right. Which, valid. Um, gratuitous shot of Santana taking her shirt off, first of all, which Glee doesn't do a lot of, so. Okay. Um, and then also, so much just camera things happening. Like, Sam is, like, shot, like, all the way to, like, one side, you know, abandoned, like, stairwell, which you're like, oh, why? Okay. And then they're just showing Santana all over her apartment, or Sam's, like, super close-up eyes. They're just, like, doing a lot here. I guess trying to, like, explain the gravity of the situation. I guess. Glee doing the most or whatever. It happens. But, yes. Yeah. Put a pin in that. Yeah. There's so many pins. And, like, it technically all gets wrapped up at the end of the episode, but they're just, like, here's a bunch of threads, and then here's act two. Yeah, very much so. Because we cut to this double date kind of thing. Yes, but Kurt is very quick to be like, oh, we're not dating. In which it is confusing for the jeweler to be like, oh, okay. Right. Where'd you meet? Don't worry about it. Right. Sbarro. They do say Sbarro, don't they? They do say Sbarro. Love that. And... They talk about being gay back in the days when everything was different, um, but somehow they always found a way. They took a tour bus. This is the jeweler and her partner. Yes. They took a tour bus around the country, and it turns out they liked Ohio the best. Debatable, but okay. Yeah, that's the least realistic thing we've ever seen in this fucking series. Right. They saw everything together side by side. AIDS. Don't ask, don't tell. Holding hands, I guess, was a point they brought up, but no, the, 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 they can. There used to be a time when they couldn't even hold hands, right? In okay, public, you're right. And now they can do that. I think I'm guessing that was the. That the sounds vibe. correct. Yeah, and uh, they uh, turns out they've been dating at Breadsticks for thirty years. They were there for the opening of Breadsticks. I believe that. Uh, so Elizabeth Margaret Stevens, will you legally marry me someplace where it's legal? Yeah, because they were like. Because she's like, oh, would you have married me if I asked? And they were like, she's, her partner was like, yeah, but we always said we were going to wait till it was legal in, in Ohio, which it still isn't at this point. Right. Um, and she was like, well, fuck it. Let's go somewhere else and get married anyway. And um, she was like, bet. 
And now Blaine is like, ooh, I guess I can't talk about my marriage proposal plans because there's one that just happened in front of Right, front can't of steal me. the thunder. Nope. We then cut to Marley and Ryder. Marley's yes. like, you got to calm down. You're taking it out on everyone. And mm-hmm. Ryder gets even deeper here where he says, you all don't need me because, like, the, like, the Glee Club doesn't need me because Jake's a better dancer, Artie's true. a better singer, and Sam is yep. better looking. All true. Probably true. He says, you say we're a team, but why did you lie to me and enter unique? Because this is the drop, everybody. Yeah, here's the actual reveal. Is that Marley lied because unique is actually the one sending those texts as Kitty. And unique lied because, yes, thank you. Otherwise, Um, it would be very confusing. Right. And uh, she lied because she knows that uh, she's not your vision of beauty. So... She's unique, a.k.a. Wade, a.k.a. Katie, thank you, a.k.a. Catfish. A.k.a. Catfish, which is like, I, I'm i so glad we live in a world where we don't talk about catfishing that much anymore. Right. Ugh. Yeah, unique reasons were like, uh, I don't get a lot of chances to be close to people. It felt like because, you've, you know, presumably this high school in Ohio, this was a fun way to sort of indulge a fantasy, but then you got really deep really fast. And I couldn't just, like, back out, and it just went too far. Yeah. Um, she got a fake photo, and... Yeah. But all the connections and all the stories were real. Right. It seems like she's trying to implore to Ryder, like, could you maybe work with me here on this? And Ryder really right. seems like he's like, a no. Because, mm-hmm. as we've known from previous episode, Ryder has some issues with Unique. Mm-hmm. Not quite getting it. And with that, he's not going to punch her, but he's also just not going to talk to her ever again. Yep. Bye. Bye. I don't, I mean, there. I don't care for this plot. And there's no, like a thousand reasons why. It. it took so long to like wrap up. They really took not that much and they didn't do enough with it. And they, but they, what they little they did, they milked for so long. Even just the catfish aside, the whole writer and unique thing, because there yeah. has been tension with them in the past, even with them doing feud duels and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's just never been a good time. No. Even in a feud kind of sparring no. way. And like, yeah, it makes sense that, like, there's something there about being like, I don't understand. Like, I am a sheltered white man from Ohio. I don't understand you because, you know, I don't have a lot of ex- experience or exposure to trans people. Um, and I that's, like, a reasonable enough plot for Glee to try to tackle. Like, And I think that is your reasoning alone. It doesn't have right. to go much deeper than that. And, like, I'll, e- I'll even give them, like unique having a crush on Ryder, but it obviously, like, being complicated. Yeah. But it just is so much to try to tackle that they didn't... They're stretched too thin this season trying to do New York plots and Ohio plots, Mm -hmm. and very few plots got the attention it deserved. And this one, which really could have been very, like, reasonable to try to do, but it needed more time and more dedication that they just didn't give it. Karina, I've said it before, I'll say it again, and look, maybe I'll get heat for this, but maybe we just didn't need Mr. Abs. 
It's true, but then we would have never had the plot of him being a gigolo. We ne- we also never would have had a change will do you good, so. That's true. And we would have never known that in order to be a real New Yorker, you have to have a makeover. Also, you that TikTok you sent me, <laughs> that toggles between the cast of New York, New York on Broadway, giving their quote-unquote you're not a real New Yorker until, mm-hmm. which the only one, the only one from that TikTok that I buy is Lin Manuel Miranda's, when the the guy at the bodega knows your order. Yep. Toggling from that to fucking Brody from Glee saying you're not a new, real New Yorker until you get your makeover. Yeah. God damn it, Karina. He, he would know. Look at him. Um. Yeah. So anyway, the catfish plot is dumb and. I'm annoyed about how much we had to see it because they weren't able to give it the time it deserved, so they shouldn't have done yeah. it. Yeah. Another hard cut to a Britannia fondue for two. Yeah, more fondue for two. Like I said, they were like, we got to keep doing the bits. My next note, and I'm going to read this word for word. Love that. The Lima Express from NYC to Lima. Give me one reason not to turn this episode off. Yeah, I mean, it is them trying to be fun and cheeky like we know we know it's not realistic for them to get back home from new york so quickly and so often isn't it funny haha but it's not ian says not a good joke try not harder. a good joke yeah do better <laughs> yeah. glee do better um but seriously Britt, what is going on with you you're acting different and it's sad and i still care about you but this isn't you and then we get this sort of cliffhanger. I know it, it, there's no commercial breaks Hello. on Disney Plus, Karina. I mean, Karina's there... lights just went off again. That's how you can tell. Um, how I keep time. There is like where a commercial break would be. Like I can okay. see that it fades to, um, fades to black, and it's like, oh, okay, I see what we're doing here. Um, it's so dramatic. It's so dramatic because the line that leads up to that is Brittany saying, what I'm about to tell you is going to change everything. And then like four zooms into their faces and then cut to black. And then cut back in. And then regionals. Here we are. Right? It does. It really makes you feel like they're going to tell you that Brittany is like dying. Right. But no, it's not quite that. It's just regionals. Emma is back with a haircut and Santana is here for some reason. Well, I mean, she took the bus all the way here. She's not going to go home. To <laughs> she not was in see town, regionals. yeah. Uh, and the judges are the director of a penitentiary, penitentiary, penitentiary. Yep. Sure, I, that's a word. A wrongly accused football legend, mm-hmm. and Indiana's number one contortionist, Lady Marvelous. Yeah, which okay, the judges' jokes are always pretty hit or miss. You know what annoyed me? What? Okay, so we cut to like. The lights are on the caf- in the cafeteria auditorium. Santana's there. Emma scoots in. And then, like, the lights go down. And they start doing announcements. And as the lights go down, the theater signal for, like, things are beginning. You should stay in your seat. Will's like, I'm going to go check on the kids. And he, like, scooches out from his seat three deep to be like, I have to go right now. William, do that any time before now. Theater you etiquette rude. says... The lights have turned off. They've started making announcements. Stay in your seat. And he's like, no, this is the time that I need to go check on my kids. This is why he didn't direct Grease. Like, sir, 
you should be backstage already if you need to be back there. Like, yeah, where are you what watching were the you show doing from? out there? Anyway, he just he just is the most rude man to leave the theater at that point. In out his of all own the times, home. Now you're going to go check on them. Don't you think Fuck they might you, have needed you before now? Why are you even in the anyway? Why are you dumb. in the auditorium? It's so dumb. Uh, honestly, like it would all you needed, which would have been amazing to see, is Emma and Santana meeting up in the seats, saying, like, "Hey, how are you?" Will is uh, back there. Because like Kurt's also here because Kurt's in town still. Kurt's and it makes also sense. there. That makes sense. And so are Mike and uh, Mercedes. Right, which like jump scare Mike and Mercedes, which we'll see them in a minute. But I was like. I wasn't looking. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll get there. I have a, we'll I have a thing about that. When first we instead first we have to watch um, the Waffle Toots. Yes, the Waffle Toots singing. What are they singing? Ian? Uh, do not bring the Rainbow Connection into this, guys. Yes, it is. That is my note on this. It is white gloved tuxedo boys singing the Rainbow Connection, a song that is. A good choice to make me cry sometimes. Same. Which is why which is why you don't need to bring her into this. She did nothing to you. Like, it sucks that Kermit's always going to be the best version of this because these boys are not Kermit. Frankly, if anything, they should have had Jake sing it. Um, and then it made a, <laughs> would have made an impression. Honestly, th- that would have won it for them alone. I, it's true. I would have preferred to hear the... Um, the New Directions sing this song and have the fancy boys sing anything else. Truly. And we also only get, like, what, two bars of the song? We get a good 16-bar cut. This is their Fanny Bryce audition. Yes, this is actually the their final call. callback. Yes. <laughs> and and thank you, we'll let you know. Yes. And we cut away from that after, like, 16 bars to the New Directions. Um backstage 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 but not in the choir room which is weird because they will return to the choir room before they go on so what are they doing backstage and uh who's leaving the glee club after this writer writer comes in i thought so i don't remember writer saying he so writer said i won't do glee club anymore until i find out who the catfish is and then he finds out who the catfish is, but then apparently it was implied that he was no longer going to compete, I guess because he was so annoyed that Unique had done that to him. But now okay. he shows up being like, I will compete in regionals, but after regionals, I'm quitting the Glee Club forever because fuck you guys. But everyone's right. like really sad about it, which is okay. Okay. If you must be. Weird hill to die on, but fine. And we cut from them... To the Hoosier Daddies. Yep. Remember them? And they sing Clarity by Foxes and one of the many Swedish DJs of the time. Yes. The problem with trying to do songs from this era is that everything was by a Swedish DJ. And it's yeah. not songs that sound good sung by high school students. This one especially had high school glee club energy, parentheses Zed. derogatory. It's and the Zed, thank you. I saw Zed live. How? Ah, uh, Jingle Ball. You when did you go to Jingle Ball? Twenty fifteen. What did he do? I, he doesn't sing. And I can tell you with such confidence that most of that trip 
was an entire fever dream because I was we we drove to it. We was when we were living in Denver. Right. We went to see it in Dallas. We drove overnight to get there. That one. We slept in the oh, Walmart parking remember. lot twice. Oh my god! I okay. know. I saw. I saw many a band that night, and I remember about three and a half of them. Wow. Demi Lovato was there. How was she? Is that she one was you remember? Great. Okay. Oh yeah. Great. She was like the. I think she might have been the closing act of that. How are you going to say that was the half I remember? No. Um. Uh. Joe Jonas's band was also DNC. in it yeah and it was like one of their first like they were not people didn't know them they only had like four songs out at that point how were they they were very good i good for them i believe that and good for them uh i saw tuvlo oh tuvlo don't remember that one at all songs sure, sure i assume <laughs> also maybe calvin harris a d another dj maybe not and um charlie pith because he's saying uh, let's Marvin Gaye and get it on, and I fucking hate that song. Um, yeah, this song <laughs> that will get us such, canceled alone. Um, this song sucks shit to sing live for a high school choir because it's right. mostly just bass drops, and that's not. not and a vibe. it's weird. Yeah, it's weird to have a bunch of like high school tenors singing the DJed parts with yeah. one girl that has Rachel Berry derogatory energy uh so this episode played on my tv which i don't do as much anymore um but you know i was watching on the big screen zach was Mm -hmm. there he's watching you know not really but it's just like a bunch of tenors and then this one young girl and he just goes huh and i'm like what he's like it just kind of has weird porn vibes to me (laughs) oh and i was like oh no i mean you're not like totally wrong there is some weird vibes about being like, here is a bunch of mo- men and our one small girl. And yeah. you're like, mm, oh, okay. No. Oh, that poor, poor girl. And on top of that, there's like one, there's that one. He's almost the Kurt of the group yeah. that is just giving it 110%, completely standing out for the wrong reason. Yeah. But they get two songs. Yeah, they get two. So. So the the white glove boys get sixteen bars. They get two full songs, presumably because they paid good money for this person who was on American Idol, and they're going to give her her due, despite the fact that we've never seen her before. But at least with the Gerber baby, we got like backstory about her. Uh, nothing. Right. Uh, although uh, we, yeah, although we know about Frida is that she can sing really yes. well. Hooray! Um, yeah, they just brought her in. Literally last minute as like a comp, a competition problem. I wonder if they just couldn't get Sunshine to come back, or or they were just like realized last minute they're like, oh god, guys, we have no stakes for regionals. We need some stakes. <laughs> Quick, get a small girl. Who Find can some sing. stakes. Yeah. Um. So yes, they sing their second song. Um, it's fine. Which is Wings by Little Mix. I, I've heard the song. I just never knew what it was called or who sang it. I so always thank forget you for that. that this is a Little Mix song, and I like Little Mix somewhat. Um, this isn't one of my favorite ones. What else do they sing? Uh, their like big song was Black Magic. Um, I don't know. Potion, and then they had um. That didn't help at all. I'm sorry. That's fair. They had a song called Power that I really like. Okay. Um, they've probably done some other songs, but I don't. 
keep up with them. One of they they've had people leave their band. Um, mm. the thing about Little Mix is that they are Girl One Direction because they have basically the exact same origin story. Oh, okay. They were formed on X Factor. They lost. They got big in the UK. Um, mm. One of their members has subsequently left. You know. Anyway, we we have a a regular show circle. Yes, now they're back in the choir room for some reason. And Britt has something to tell everyone. She got into MIT, but she has to leave immediately. Yeah, she got into MIT right now. Yeah. So she's going to do regionals and then leave. And to to the credit, this is a plus for the episode. We have a great sort of final Heather Morrison monologue it's here. A, it's your rap on Heather Morris, yeah. It's your rap on Heather Morris, and uh, she started believing she was stupid because she's been told she was stupid all her life, but Glee Club made her believe in herself, so when she started believing in herself, she believed she was smart, and then the whole world started to believe it too, and she'll miss you because um, right. family. Everyone yep. here is my, you're my sisters and brothers, and Will's like the weird dad, and Marley Jenkins writer, you're the foster kids from the orphanage that burned down. That was great. Yep. Um, it was not great when she called Unique Mercedes again. That was bad. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. Here's what happened to me. You know, sometimes I don't always look at the screen. Um, I have a problem. It's fine. So she's she's like, "Oh, Mercedes, I miss you." And I go, "Yes." This is the recurring joke that, um. Brittany can't tell the difference between Unique and Mercedes. Problematic. And then she says something, something Mike Chang. I'm like, who does she think is Mike Chang? Because the only other Asian person is Tina or technically Darren <laughs> Chris, but they don't, Darren Chris plays white on this show, so that can't be. And then I like realized like much later, I'm like, oh shit, Mike Chang was actually there. Mike Chang and Mercedes once again showed up just to stand there and collect a check. And I salute them for that. So, well, the other thing about this scene is it begins the trend of the latter half of the episode, which is just, let's heavily feature sugar in shots while she doesn't talk. Brittany's, like, standing there hugging her. She's just doing acting face. And I was like, what did Vanessa, what's her face, do to be like, I'm coming back? But you will be showing me quite a bit. I imagine that was a lengthy negotiation with her agent. Like, because we my see client so much will of return her. so much of her so many times in their set where she is just doing something completely different than everybody else. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But, like, yeah, during this scene, like, she's, since she's staying next to Brittany, she's just, like, giving sad face, and Brittany's got her arm around her. Like, there's just so much sugar, like, as if she was, like, don't forget about me. I'm here. You're not right. going to give me any lines, but you will show my face and, a lot. And there is a moment that I think we maybe skipped over where they're just where they literally say, "Hey, Joe and Sugar are back." And oh no, we did talk about we that because about they walk it, yeah. in and they get applause as if yeah, right. But like, just so bananas out yeah, of nowhere. It's just so much sugar. Hello, her face. A sugar on rush, everything. if you will. Time for regionals. Time for Teletubbies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that scene had, like, real-life energy. That was yes, yes, Heather yes. Morris not acting. Um, mm -hmm. Cute moment with Santana. And they start with Hall of Fame. Right. By, by of William. Course, by the script in William. Yep. I liked it. You did? It worked for me. 
I thought um, I thought they did a really great rendition of it. A song that like I don't care for IRL. No. no. But their version of this, the choreo the choreography, the choreography was good. It wasn't over choreographed. Yeah. Something and sort of circling back to the Who's Your Daddies, mm-hmm. something with that felt like a high school glee club in the truest sense and it didn't have the same energy that new directions competition numbers typically have of course that's by design we make fun of the camera angles but they do a good job in these competition numbers differentiating the energies so this hall of fame number had that energy that i expect out of a new directions number i thought they did a great job with it i thought all of the dudes were featured appropriately there is something like it's this song has such boy energy um it does and so it felt very appropriate to have like uh Ryder and jake come out and be like very it, it fit them very well um yeah and having of, already do the uh yes the choruses fitting yes because he is the best at it okay so you know how this song has a line you could be king kong beating on your chest Yes. When Ryder and Jake come out, I expect them to like to come out and do like a gorilla bang on their chest. I think Ryder or Jake does like one like a little they bit. They do a little bit of but it. But then later when they're singing that same verse, they cut to fucking Sugar. Sugar and doing Sugar it. Sugar is the one doing And she is doing. milking it. And I was like, I expected to see that, but not from you. <laughs> and honestly, thank God. Slay. I love it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this song's slay. fine. And uh, then we do get Iconopops, I Love It. There's so much swearing in this song. Why would they choose it? Why would they choose it? They don't even do the bridge. They, they can't. Don't even do th- they can't, but like, why do this number if you're not going to do the whole, um, you're on a different road yes. or the Milky Way. Like, like, okay, back in 2013, and even sometimes this day, this song slaps. It's a terrible choice for Glee. Because it's a terrible choice. You're just doing the same chorus for like, five minutes. It's five minutes of the same chorus, and you can't even say shit. <laughs> right, or you can't even say I'm a 90s bitch. The car. Yeah. You can't say half the fun stuff. Um, <laughs> Once again, this is the sugar show, and this is the one where it kind of makes the most sense, because it seems like they're doing like a bit. They're doing a little skit. Right. Where Sugar doesn't care, which is why she's like offbeat and not doing anything. Like, which, ha, which ha, works. Get it? Yeah. She doesn't care. Um, but it does, like, they don't explain that that's happening. So you're just like, oh, okay. I guess you <laughs> could just stand there while everyone dances. It's like, yeah, I, 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 guess, I guess Vanessa couldn't show up for choreography day. Why did they choose, out of all the songs, like, I understand. It's a very 2013 song. I'm sure it was right. very in at the time. There was a lot of songs that were in at the time a that I feel like would have been a better choice. Th- this is where they could have done that Spice Girls song, any Spice Girls song, and it would have won. They had to do, I understand that they're like two relevant songs and then this bullshit uh, original Marley song. song. But what why this say, one? What I will give them, though, is having this start with Kitty and Tina kind yes. of as like a solo duet together. That was strong. That was a great decision. Yes. Love that. And, like, you get unique in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I do think they made good use of their roster. What what it was to me is, like, they're going through the motions of everything they needed to do, featuring the right people, doing it. It was just a bad song choice. 
Right. A bad song choice that overall they did well, but with only so much. Yes. Because, uh, like, I enjoyed it, but again, why this choice? Mm-hmm. And then we get to Marley's song, which I'm not going to lie, I forgot they were doing. So yep. for a hot second, I thought they were going to do Don't Stop Believing again. Ba, 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 ba. Right. Yes. Yeah. If only. Um, yeah. No, just wait. There'll be more. Um, uh, I know. I do not remember what this song sounded like or what my opinions were on it. Um, I'm sure it was fine. My two things about it were, I believe a high schooler wrote it. And that's not yes. necessarily a bad thing. It's just like it sounded like a high a, a new songwriter from high yeah. school wrote it. Um, and my other note on this was that it has flashlight energy from Pitch Perfect too. You know, that's I believe that. You know, that's right. That's correct. Yeah. Um. um okay. Are you ever on the side of TikTok? where probably not no. so as we've learned this past week we have vastly different for you pages somehow okay. karina and i have incredibly different for you pages it's not somehow it makes sense um here's the thing i ended up seeing a tiktok where someone was like my favorite genre of tiktok is female songwriters sitting in their car overly confident that they've written the song of the summer oh. I've seen that, yeah. Yes. And then it's and then I saw one that cut to a compilation of just like scrolling through white women of like being like, guys, I did it. I invented the song of the summer. That's kind of like the vibes here, I feel like. Is Marley being would be the kind of girl to sit in her car if she could afford oh one. Oh my god. Um, and say, <laughs> Guys, I did it. This is the song of the summer. And they're all basically the same song. Just like let me copy your homework, but change yeah, it up a little bit. Change it a little bit. In the in the truest sense of the word, yeah. Marley absolutely would. That would yes. be Marley. Except she wouldn't be super confident. Maybe she'd be like, guys, I guys, I think I did it. Guy, my my mom really likes this song that I'm I wrote. So embarrassed, but I think this might be. Let the me hide. Let summer. me hide behind my newsboy cap. Yes, let me put my hat down so you can't see. I'm so blushing. Um, I'm yes. so blushing. I'm just, I'm just a baby. It's just Pitch Perfect Flashlight, and they win with their rendition of Pitch Perfect Flashlight. Congratulations, yeah. Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not the first time we said it. Maybe won't be the last. I no. don't know. I It might be. Fingers crossed. I feel like they can't <laughs> keep doing it this original song thing. <laughs> I don't know. We got, it we got two seasons better. left. It was better than the season two original songs. Oh. A hundred percent. And I think because my last note was honestly, this was great. And I don't remember why. And my guess is probably because in comparison to the loser like me of it all. And also, I think it, I do recall it being better than their kind of shitty version of I Love It. So, like, mm. it had heart. It, it wasn't a bad cover. It had heart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So deliberation time. Yep. Waffle Toots get their third place. Deserved. Yep. Um, Who's Your Daddy's gets second, so New Directions win. Honestly, Yay. I did not see that coming because I mm-hmm. I knew that the season finale was going to be regionals. Yeah. So I assumed that this episode was going to end with them coming in second place, nationals is out of the question, and we kind of just rapid fire wrap up the rest of that school year. But Nope. Surprise. I was... We're I was surprised. S- we have to go through a whole half of a school year also on another. It's the same problem we just talked about earlier. Because they're trying to divide their time, they couldn't get through a whole school year 
in one season, so it's broken up into two seasons, which was a choice. A choice indeed. Ugh. Good transition, though, because it has them all celebrating. It has them all hugging each other. Yes, we get a we shot get that of... Little of Ryder and Unique hugging like they've forgotten that they're they're, they're mad at each other, but then like stopping right. and being like, "Hold up, this isn't. Mm-hmm. We haven't resolved this plot yet. Gotta wait for September." Yeah, for for real. To be quite honest, though, Ian, I don't know if we ever deal with that. Honestly, fine. <laughs> I don't know if we, we ever keep it. We don't that. need it. I we might. We'll see. It'll be a fun surprise. Is this a wrap on Alex Newell? No. Okay. I'm not entirely sure. I I don't remember a lot of season five has a lot of things that happen, and okay. a lot of people that show up and don't. Be, and uh, I, I ask mainly because if you follow the the Glee podcasting cinematic universe, you know that yeah. Karina and I were on a season five and season six episode of Glee Boot. Yeah. So my I'm aware of things that happen, but. With minimal context, so... I don't remember which episode of season five we watched. Broadway Bitches. The Dogs. Okay, that's late season five. Uh, That's late season five. Things happen in season five. Uh, I hear, so I hear. There's a big sort of plot thing that happens midway through, so we'll see. I don't know if we see much more Alex Newell. We must see at least some, I think. Mm. But I can't guarantee. Okay. But what is good here in this victory scene Mm -hmm. is an amazing transition of Brittany sort of breaking away from the tribe and walking upstage. And then as she's sitting down on the risers, it sort of fades to her new reality that she has to now up and leave. Right, that she's now alone. The the sparklers finish and it's just, just her and Santana comes up to her and it's like... No words, just vibes. No words, just vibes. Cut to the choir room mm. for for this bullshit. <laughs> a wedding. A We're going to try wedding. again. Yay. Um, Here's what I remember about this scene vividly. <laughs> Fucking close-ups on Sugar as she becomes an ad hoc <laughs> flower girl and like Yo. throws flowers everywhere. Seriously, the best decision of the whole season was to have Sugar as the flower girl. She's just giving us everything this episode. She is eating. Yes. And it happens because Emma found a priest and she wants to get married in an intimate ceremony. Yeah. They get can- this. Surrounded by the people they love. Not anyone's parents. Not just anyone's family. Not sisters bunch, that we know exist or cousins. Just a bunch of high schoolers. Not inc- like I know why. Like we know there's out of universe reasons, but and also not even like the two high schoolers that will like mentor the most, Finn and Rachel. One of which who was his best man for his first wedding. They don't get to be here. Who does right. get to be here is Joe and Sugar, who <laughs> haven't even like shown up for most of this season. And uh. And, like, the new kids who are, like, I'm sure they like them well enough, but enough to invite them to their wedding twice. Um, Twice! Rachel and Finn don't even get the second invite, which leads me to say, justice for Finchel? No. 
Justice for <laughs> Quinn, who also didn't get to come to this wedding. Justice for Quinn. Yeah, they have. And then they're like, do you have vows? They're like, oh, no, we just didn't they're do like, that. They're like, no. And like, right. Emma makes a speech like, blah, 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 Will. Um, they get married in a high school choir room and go to breadsticks. And then the priest is like, yeah, let's hurry this up. I also have to get to breadsticks. And that was the only part that made me laugh. Um, yeah, that was objectively funny. Um, yeah, two things on this. One, this was sad. Two, the yeah. last thing I ever want to do, I have been a teacher Yeah, for much younger students. The last thing I ever want to do is get married around my students. There's, like, another thing on TikTok I see of, like, okay, it's a lot of in context about, like, when people are like, we can't have gays in the classroom. They're going to force their sexuality on kids. And then you cut to, like, southern elementary school teachers who, like, bring try on their wedding dress in front of their students or like the husband uses her students to help propose and it's like hey guys i don't know if you know this but we're already being weird about it just in a straight way yep the straights are the problem i know teaching is a vocation where you have to like give a lot of yourself to to the job but like separation guys your students don't need to be involved in your love life and to that credit I'm just remembering now, of course, it'll surprise no one that I did the drama club in high school. I was in the musicals in high school. We were pretty close to our teacher directors. At the same time, there were boundaries. We could go to them if we needed mentorship. Like, we trusted them. They trusted us. There was... It it was a very it was a very professional relationship that was close in some ways, but there were boundaries. There was no way that any of us had anything to do with our director's maternity leave. Correct. Um. Yeah. Uh, no. It's it's weird and fucked up, and sad. It's sad. This is the saddest sad. way. To, like if you're gonna elope, do it and like you have adult money, go do it any other more romantic place than uh, right. your high school classroom. Um, and then we cut to the... They get married, and then we see that Blaine is holding a ring box very obviously behind his back. I don't know how no one else clocked Next it. Next to Kurt. Which, like, makes it sound like that he was gonna also propose tonight, but got upstaged by Will's fake wedding. A fake wedding. He's over for 2. Wedding. Poor guy. Yeah. Impromptu wedding. Man just can't propose to the guy he's not dating without someone fucking interrupting him with another <laughs> wedding and or proposal. For someone that they are actively with. Yep. Wild. And with that, that's it. We're done with what, season like, four. I'm barely a finale. <laughs> like barely. What a wild finale. And I the thought you were gonna say way. what a waste, and I was gonna be like, I know. I mean that too. You're correct. What a waste. Can I read you something? So um Please. As, as you no, I've mentioned before, I like to read old reviews of the episode to sort of, like, get the vibe. Um, Love it. Of what people were thinking at the time without, like, the greater context. Um, and so this is, like, from the AV Club, which is the only one I read because it's the only one easy to access. Um, and I just, it's got, like, such sweet summer child energy to me because this reviewer did not know that this is a wrap on Heather Morris leaving this season. I guess Because I guess, why would you? They don't have the benefit future. right at the so, time yeah he writes uh britney on the other hand gets a worthy send-off from mckinley presumably not glee um and then you're like oh uh, 
<laughs> and then he's like, why is it 0.2 GPA going to MIT instead of, I don't know, Niata? And I'm like, oh, well, first of all, math geniuses would have a terrible time at Niata. And why would she leave mid-year yeah. to go to Niata? But no, honey. There's, there's no tr- math majors at Niata. Honey, they're trying to write her off the show. Buddy. They're trying to get, oh, like, people are, people are trying to jump ship. It's not getting better. Um, but that's it. That's season four. Anyway, should we talk about the music that happened here? Yes, please. Well, there was, oh, the Wikipedia page lists my cup as a song that was featured. Good, good. Uh, we won't count that one because we've already had it. They did mm-hmm. not release it a second time on iTunes. But here's the song they did do. To Love You More. Rainbow Connection, Clarity, Wings, Hall of Fame, I Love It, and All or Nothing. Ian, your job is to choose one of these songs, spend real American dollars on it, and put it on your iPod Touch to own forever. Okay, this is kind of a two-parter. Okay. And you'll, and you'll see why in a second, because the one I would pick probably is the cover of Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But part of me wants to go with I Love It just because I want to know if the released single Had has that bridge else. yeah or is it just five minutes of them singing the same thing over singing and the over the first verse several times yeah uh that's a good question um i don't know i can find out i'll check spotify uh, it's not open right now but um that's fair i have no idea what to pick i have no wow. idea i particularly i think this is a first i don't particularly like any of these I guess but you have to gun to your head. I don't know. Part of me is like, I, it's a crime what they did to Rainbow Connection, but I do like that song the best out of all of them. And out of context, it might be better. Like it's just like a choral cover of it. Maybe I could give it to All or Nothing. You know, give Toskly Tos- some yeah original give song Melissa dollars. A couple, a couple dollars and cents. But I'm not happy about. It. I'll pick. I'm gonna pick Rainbow Connection. I think, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> okay i wish i didn't sure. have to but honestly out of all of them i'm like i think this is the song i like the best right this all the other ones i'd rather listen to the original or frankly at this point in my life not at all there's yeah, very few that's... reasons for me to listen to i love it these days that part yeah though yeah for real uh yeah well that's a wrap on season four ian yeah thoughts feelings impressions of the season as a whole <sighs> golly this was a season how did it compare to the first three which people generally consider to be the better seasons you know i i agree with them i agree with them on that point do you think if you'd been watching in real time you two would have dropped off at season three i don't know if in real time i might have i think i might have dropped off throughout season four for the same reason that i initially dropped out during season one yeah which honestly has less to do with the show itself and more to do with my time commitments very very fair can you this might be asking too much can you pinpoint a a time in this season where you think it would have been like "Mm, i'm good Here's the thing. Um, let me check because yeah. I happen to have up because I feel like I know what's coming next. Um, I happen to have up a list of all the songs of season four. Beautiful. So I'm going through. T- I mean, it, it's very possible that I would have gotten so mad at a change will do you good that I would have given up then. Yeah. Um, That's very Or at fair. Gleese. Gleese um, would have been a point where you were like, why Why didn't you do Gleese? If you're going to yeah. do Gleese, do Gleese. 
Uh, Did you watch this one in real time? No. No. Okay. I stopped watching in real time, I think, season three. I don't know. Uh, Once I got to college, I wasn't watching it in real time anymore because uh, I would watch it on Hulu sometimes. Sure. But no, this was when I was starting to watch it on Netflix, I think. So now that you have a list of all the songs in season four. (laughs) Yes. uh, I guess what's one of these is your uh, your all time, your best of the season. God. Come See About Me is a highlight. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to scroll through, but there are so many fucking songs There's in this season. There's a lot season. of songs, which makes sense. I forgot they do all that jazz. Yeah. Um, I forgot they do Feliz Navidad. I was going to say, is it Hanukkah or oh Hanukkah? <laughs> Not, didn't love that one. Is it a uh, creep? <sighs> Let me throw my iPad. Um, oh, they do Footloose. That was a, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that I could go back and pinpoint actual songs that are like yeah that you know one what was, was a highlight great. unexpectedly copacabana right for me that unexpected highlight was we will rock you via stomp yes jane there were some good ones in the stevie of, wonder one jane lynch's cover of little, little girls. girls little girls was a highlight ones um, which she just recently sang for the carol burnett kennedy center honors yeah good for her which was great acoustic cover of three Oh my god, that is both somehow a highlight and a low for me. Correct. Kitty's Sign Seal Delivered um, yeah. and Jacob's I Wish are also highlights for me. Do you know what my highlight is? It's going to sound basic, but I will tell you. And it is it is Blaine covering Hopelessly Devoted to You for Glee Part 1. It was a good cover. It, it was, was a good cover. Absolutely. But was, also, was this the season where we have sad skin-tight jeans? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Golly. The saddest Wowie. skin-tight jeans that there ever there was. You know, it was oddly sort of a highlight, and I maybe I'm like, again, I, I the caveat of all of this is perhaps I'm completely contradicting myself with anything Love I've that. said in the past episode. Yep. But the the cover of The Scientist by Coldplay during that mm. breakup episode. Oh, that was good. I think that we liked was good that because then, That was too. well shot, yeah. I love that we can't remember no it was don't speak it was don't speak that was it yes but they also did the scientist which i think was a pretty good that was the one where they're all um showing up on the stage and yes yeah that one was that one was pretty impactful holding out for a hero Mm Hmm. that was a highlight oh my god highlight solid that i mean that one that wasn't that whole episode was a highlight just because we had so much fun talking yes. about that one uh there's some very obvious lows because we have our gangnam style um truly we've got change will do you good uh the Jail. terrible baby got back like <laughs> right a lot of lows but some there was some okay ones. teenage Nutbush city limits also how can i forget about Nutbush city limits of santana coming was in a high or a low for you it's a high yeah Heroes by David Bowie, I think, was a pretty good they one. They did two songs from Company this season. They did. And both done pretty well. Yeah. Oh, Holy Night was a low. I'm mm, sorry. Yeah, it was. Especially because it wasn't <laughs> even during the Christmas episode. It wasn't. And it had, like, the creepy, culty everyone singing along yep. with Rachel Berry in the middle of a fucking concert hall. Yeah. Mm, what else? That's all There's I've got, so really. Many... There's so many songs yeah. and... There's most so of many them, songs. Most of them have exited my brain. Right. I would oh, say, you know it was a high? Yes. Please tell me. Shout by the Eiley Brothers. Shout was good. Um, 
I would say that's a that's a reasonable recap of season four of Glee. Yeah. We Golly, did. guys, we made it. Holy shit. Um you can find the show. <laughs> Surprise. Just as smooth a segue as ever. Anytime. You can find the show on social media. We are at Glee Aggressive on the major platforms. You can also email us in long form at gleeaggressive at gmail.com. What should they write in about this week or uh, for the next several months? I want you to write in and compile me any other songs from 2013's pop chart hits that would have been a better choice than having them hear them sing the same verse of Icona Pops, I Love It, over and over again. Because frankly, I feel like yes. we're, there's something obvious that we're just missing. A hundred percent. Let us know what your ideal New Directions competition 2013 set is. Because I feel like they botched it a little bit. Um, yeah. Ian, where can people mm-hmm. find you? You can find me at iBroski on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, uh, ianjbrodsky.com. Um, I'll probably drop a little bonus episode um, as it comes out, but um, I am anticipating new music to drop this summer. Yay! And um, it's uh, it's still in progress as we record this, but I'm, I'm really, 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 really proud of it. And well, yeah. um, because all of you who have been our listeners and... Uh, friends of the show and who have written in and all of that because you all have been so great i want to share that with you and i hope that you enjoy it um so uh look out for that stuff where can people find you karina well for me you can just find me on the same handle on both twitter and tiktok and that is epic adventure of oh uh, also like and comment and rate and subscribe tell your friends to catch up on the first four seasons of glee plus bonus episodes yeah this is the time to do it right before we dive into the final two and perhaps least favorite seasons of Glee. Wowee. Um, but as we say that, thank you folks for joining us on this journey for season four. We hope you will join us as we pick our journey back up for season five. Ian, can I tell you what the name of the first episode of season five is? I think I know what it is, but tell me anyway. Ian, the episode's just called Love, Love, Love. Not what I was expecting. What were you expecting? I thought it was going to be Loser Like Me. No, they already had an episode called that, I'm pretty sure. No. But they also, in season six? They have an episode called that for sure at some point. It might be season six. It is the first episode of season six. Nope, this one's called Love, 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 Ian. Can you predict what that might mean? I cannot except i'm guessing that emotions run high a lot of things run high ian but not the things you're probably expecting um i don't know what i'm expecting and i am both excited and scared and that's the energy you should go into which means ian i have to ask does this season of glee make you want to watch the next season of glee no yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right Glee, aggressive, glee, glee, aggressive, glee, glee, aggressive, glee, glee, aggressive.